and welcome back to Simple Blitherings with me, Pauline Grant. So, as you'll know if you've been listening to, you know, the podcasts that I've been doing different episodes, you'll know that um, each week I'm probably going to do a Friday because that's my day off from my day job. Um, I'm going to be reflecting, thinking, pondering, blithering about um, something that I feel God has challenged me about, something he's teaching me, something that's on my heart, on my mind. And and it might be something that, you know, I've been learning for a while. It could be something that's more immediate. And this week, I've been thinking this week about mental health. And really, the question that I've been thinking this week, can Christians have mental health issues? And some would say, no. Some Christians would say, no, no, you can't. Christians shouldn't have mental health issues. And some Christians would say, yes. But to me, what would Jesus say? And to me, Jesus would say, actually, yes, you can. You can have mental health issues. And I think... We all feel down from time to time. We all feel worried. Uh, We all feel troubled and we all feel sad. And particularly in the current climate. In England, uh, we are in a national lockdown. And this is the third one. And um, the deaths are spiralling at the moment. And it is not good. And people are worried. People are fearful. And... But as Christians, what's our response to that? And the whole campaign, it's okay not to be okay, is that only for people who aren't Christians? Are Christians not allowed to feel that? Are we not allowed to feel okay? So these are the things that I've kind of been thinking about this week. And thinking that You know, even Jesus was feeling down, was feeling troubled. And we all can feel troubled from time to time. And Jesus went to the night before his crucifixion and when the night he was betrayed, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane with a couple of disciples to pray. And that's in Matthew chapter 26, verse 36, it says, Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. So, yes, I know that we all don't face crucifixion and death and persecution. But Jesus was, and he was troubled to the point of death. He was sorrowful. He was human. 
we live in a fallen world. We live in a sinful world. And so we are allowed to feel worried. We are allowed to feel sad. And and Jesus certainly did. But, and Jesus also, you know, the shortest, the shortest verse in the Bible is Jesus wept. He was grieving over the death of his friend Lazarus. So Jesus felt all these emotions. And so, you know, some Christians to negate that when people are suffering from depression, from um, anxiety, worrying, um, bipolar and other mental health issues is not particularly helpful. Personally, I don't think it's particularly helpful because it's almost saying you're not allowed to be that. You can't possibly have anxiety. You're a Christian. You shouldn't be like that. We're told not to worry. We're told in the Bible um, not to be troubled. Um, We're told to not be anxious. But that's not to say that we can't feel those things in the first place. Because by saying, don't worry, by saying, don't be anxious, by saying, um, don't let your hearts be troubled, means that you are in the first place. And so that's okay. And so to me, it's okay to feel like that because for it to say that you shouldn't be feeling like that or not that you shouldn't, but not to feel like that means you must be feeling like that first. So when it says, don't let your hearts be troubled, you are troubled. You are worried. You are anxious. You are sad. You are down. Because this week, um, in one of the groups I'm in, one of one of the people in the groups said, um, and this was in response to homeschooling, home learning, um, other people were commenting on how difficult it was, um, and how they're concerned about the teenagers and things like that. And and the teenagers' mental health at the moment, which is at an all-time low. And one of the people in the group just commented and said, as long as they are watered and fed and loved and prayed for, they'll be okay. Now, I was really shocked at that because that is just simply not true. And I know families that have loving Christian families who have loved their children, prayed for their children, fed and watered their children because you're not not going to. And those children have not been okay. In fact, those children have been so far from okay, they've actually committed suicide and died. That is not okay. And for someone to say they'll be okay is so far from supportive, it's unbelievable. So I was actually quite shocked at that person and their reaction and their response. And I think this person's a mother as well and a Christian. So that really shocked me this week. And um, and so, 
you know, that that kind of made me wonder, well, you know, are we allowed to feel worried about our children? Are we allowed to feel concerned about them? And of course we are. As parents, our children cause us so much worry and concern. I think someone said, the moment you become pregnant, basically it's a roller coaster of worry after that. <laughs> and I do think that's true. Um, but, but basically then, what is our response to that? And, and of course, our response is to turn to God, is to turn to Jesus. So when we're told, you know, don't let your hearts be troubled, that's basically come to me and I will give you rest. All you who are weary, come to me and I will give you rest. And and that's what God wants for us. He wants us to come to him. He wants us to turn to him. And, and so that's what we need to do. And our darkest moments and our most troubling moments in the moments when we are stricken with grief at, a, at the loss of a loved one or whatever that grief is or whatever loss it is, in those darkest moments in our life, we turn to God. And we and sometimes we might cry out to God and we might scream out to God, why, why? But God will never leave us. God will never forsake us. He is always there with us, walking with us. And what was really interesting today in my quiet time, it talked about being yoked to Jesus. And that word yoke, I've never really fully understood before until today. And it's basically the yoke was what was used to attach two cows, cattle together when they were plowing so that they could walk at the same speed, so that they could walk side by side and so that they could walk at the same pace in the same direction. And that really struck me today that that's what we need to do. We need to yoke ourselves to Jesus and walk step by step with him along the way in the right direction. And he will lead us in the right direction. But that's not to say that we, won't, that we will stop being worried, that we will stop feeling anxious, that we will stop feeling troubled and we will stop grieving. But what it does mean is that we can turn to God with our heart's desire, with our heart's aches. And he will give us rest and he will give us peace and he will walk with us. He will walk beside us. He is walking beside us and we have to remember that. And I think I've also this week been reminded of Psalm 23 and it's one of those Psalms that, you know, if you've been a Christian a while, if you grew up in the church, um, that you basically will know from your childhood. And it's amazing 
I, you know, sometimes we kind of forget, don't we? Um, when we've been a Christian a while and, um, and you know, it's, it's the, it's the Psalm that you learn off by heart as a child in Sunday school. So, but reading it again, I think this is what God wants. I think this is, this is the heart of it. And this is the nub of it. So Psalm 23 in the NIV UK version says, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And I think that's actually the heart and the nub as Christians, where we should be. We are walking right beside him. Through the darkest valley, he is with us. He is our shepherd and his rod and his staff. They are helping and comforting and guiding. And we don't have to fear evil because we are with God and he is with us. And it's not even that. It's more than that. He actually leads us to a place where we can lie down on the grass, on the green verdant pasture. And he, we can have that moment of quiet and solace and peace. And at that moment of peace, he restores us. He restores our soul. How amazing. What a fantastic God we have. But please hear me, I'm not saying that as a result of that, we don't, we Christians can't have mental health issues because they can and they need to seek help and they do, do need to turn to God to find that restoration and God will restore our soul and he will give us peace. But for those who can't find rest, we just need to keep supporting keep listening, keep helping and and walk beside them too and encourage them to walk with God. And I know that certainly in my own life, through trials and difficulties, I have had immense, incredible peace at those moments and, and grateful for them. So please just keep turning back to God be yoked to Jesus. He will walk with you, walk at the same pace as him, in the same direction with him. And he will give you rest. So I think that's all I want to say today. And I hope this has been an encouragement to you. And again, just my simple blitherings. So um, I'd love to hear what you think. Um, and you can email me at simple.blitherings at gmail.com.
it would be really lovely to hear from you. But for today, bye for now. Mm -hmm.